Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode... 50. That's right, kids. 50, guys, of There's No Place I Terra, a Stargate first watch rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and holy farts, 50. Yeah. Um, see, today we're going over season three, episode six, point of view. Yes. AKA, holy farts, 50. <laughs> or, or AKA, yeah. Sam kisses everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's another big one. I should say <laughs> Samantha same. kisses yeah, everyone. That's right. Um, but Don't yeah, this Sam. is Stargate's 50th episode, um, which is why they have a nice, like, bring Kowalski back, Mirror Universe, Fun Times, Yay. Apophis. Uh, also, this everybody is. Everybody kisses everybody. Yes. Also, this is our 50th episode episode. Technically, we've had more yeah. than 50, like, posted, because we have a couple tangent casts. A couple tangent casts here and there, but this is the 50th We've show, been doing this so. for over a year. Holy crap. <laughs> and we're still having fun. Remember that time that we're like, we'll just do this for a couple weeks. Yeah, you know. And we'll see how we like it. It's being fun. And it's then, still fun, guys. It's still Thanks a lot of fun. <laughs> we are to celebrate... It's well before noon, and yeah. we don't care that we are having this amazing strawberry milk stout with cocoa. It's that's, basically cake it's, in alcohol liquid form. Yes, <laughs> it's so good. It's the most delicious beer. If I could, I'm gonna. I would pour it into the microphone if I thought I would get to you. Yeah, but it won't, and it will just kill blue. <laughs> we we got a couple of them, and it's just been sitting in the fridge, and I've been saving it for this 50th episode. So and now it's yeah. the greatest thing. It's pretty good. It's the best breakfast I could ever. Think. It's actually it very appropriate since yeah. I just had to drop off Stormageddon at a groomer for the first time ever, and I didn't realize what a helicopter parent I was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I had every desire to stay there and watch them. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, but so, no, I, was, no, I have to leave I have to leave Kaylee Thor at the, at the borders for oh uh, soon for a week, and yeah, <laughs> that'll be fun. We'll be um, okay. So... Point of View first aired on July 30th, 1999. Um, the story is by Jonathan Glasner, Brad Wright, Robert C. Cooper, and Tor Alexander Valencia. So all names who are well-versed in Stargate. Uh, it was actually written by Jonathan Glasner and Brad Wright and directed by Mr. Peter DeLuise. Hey, we know that name. Yes. Uh, speaking of the Deloise brothers, can I just sidetrack for a second? Uh-huh. Because I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls, oh, which yeah. I'm sure you approve of at oh, yeah. any time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, TJ yeah. is played by Deloise. That's right. And then in show, TJ's brother shows up yep. for a wedding. And I, I went, huh, that looks like David Deloise. Yep. It's all the Deloise boys hang out all yep. the time. Yeah. Yep. And you were probably watching the episode... Last week fights, this week's tights, which is when, yeah, when uh, Liz married. and TJ get married. Yes, they, it that's was. That's right. That's all was. off the top of my head. I don't know the episode names. Oh, that's the name. But I'm sure that's what I'm saying. I don't know the episode names, but yeah, it was the one where yeah. Liz and TJ I, get married. I shouldn't be this proud that I can do that. Well, it was more of just like, it was just more of, and I and I heard early in the episode that the TJ's brother's coming in town, and I went, huh, it would be kind of cool if they've gotten one of the other DeLuise brothers. And they do. And they did because they're awesome because it's david yeah <laughs> so 
that makes me happy. Yeah. Listen, when an actor has other siblings who act, you might as well just get them. I don't know why Maggie and Jake Gyllenhaal just don't do everything together. The stuff that they have done together is great. Probably because both of them do a lot of like romance stories, and yeah, that should not. Weird. Yeah, that yeah, shouldn't. Don't, don't make out that with your should, This shouldn't happen. I mean, they're both very pretty. I wouldn't they, blame they them. They are. They are. <laughs> However, this is not Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> they are they not so amazing Lannisters. <laughs> You know, I feel like the names somehow are symmetrical to each other. There's a lot of double letters in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Gyllenhaal Lannisters. <laughs> that actually sounds like a story. That's a story. The Gyllenhaal Lannisters is like the like the uber rich. They always uh, pay their debts. You know, family. <laughs> they always pay their debts. The uber rich family that everybody talks shit about. And there's some crazy going on in their house. that's very flowers in the attic-y. That's right. I'm right. Do that. people talk shit about the Gyllenhaals? No, no. Oh, okay. I've decided. Like, okay, this fake, gotcha. Because I was like, I don't follow shit. No, no, no. The fake Lannister families. Understood. Uh, Yeah. Um, So for our 50th episode of Stargate, we get Jay. uh, I always butcher his last name. It's we get we get Kowalski and Apophis back. Yay! um, Which makes me very happy. Uh, And in this episode, you'll obviously. See why, but uh-huh. Amanda Tapping was nominated for a Leo Award for her best performance by a female in a dramatic series. Yeah, I actually have a little a piece of thing that I want to go off yeah. when we get to the section of the story. Yeah. Um, um, I absolutely loved her performance here. Yeah, well, I'm just going to put this, like, like on top now. I'm pretty sure Amanda Tapping gets the Tara Award for Today. this episode. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because... There's no question in my mind. She has some uh, from some delicate, high-skilled acting going on in this episode. Well, she, and she pulls a double duty, and she does it very well. Yeah, and well, and it's playing... We're going to cover all this later, but it's just the fact that she's playing two characters that are, in essence, alike, but very different. She's she basically the same successful. character and somehow differentiates exactly. between the two. Yeah. Good stuff. So anyways, we start the episode in Warehouse 13, or <laughs> the library, or... <laughs> actually Area 51. Yeah. <laughs> um, Take your pick. I love yeah. Warehouse 13 and The Librarians. Have uh, you ever seen The Librarians? I have not. You need to start watching The Librarians. Done and done. You would very much enjoy that. This would be a good time to do that. So um, we pan down to that quantum mirror between parallel universes that we've basically completely forgotten uh-huh. about at this point. Yeah. And it actually took Grace a few minutes to realize that that's Sam on the other side. And I was like, wait, what? That person looks very familiar. Is that <laughs> is that Sam? And then I did the, I did the thing that I do while I'm watching the episode sometimes, where I look over at Nixie to find some sort of guidance, <laughs> and then she does her best to poker face at me. <laughs> Which, if anybody ever wants to win a hand of poker, just play with Nixie. Play with Nixie. <laughs> And I was like, that's Sam. That's Sam, isn't it? That's Sam. And that's then, Sam. And then you all of a sudden you went, oh shit, that's Kowalski. <laughs> yeah. You're so it focused did. on so, is like, that Sam yeah, that you missed the like, Kowalski. You're a random soldier. <laughs> oh, you're not random at all. You're a person I know. Um, so they're getting shot at. They touch the mirror together. And uh, in Area 51, they trip the motion detector. Alarms go off. Uh, this is Dr. Samantha Carter of the SGA and Major Kowalski, and they need to speak to their commander. Dun, dun, dun. And I did Credits. catch that. I was like, Dr. Sam? Dr. Sam? She yeah. usually doesn't go by just doctor. She does not. This is not Dr. Sam. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so... After the credits, Jack wanders into the infirmary, quite taken aback with what he naturally assumes is Sam somehow with long hair calling him Jack. Yeah, like, how do... What, yeah. 
I think he's like, how do girls do that? But it's also like, it, no point would you initially think that, oh, this is a doppelganger or like no, a different would, Sam. Yeah. You're just, I think he's like, well, I wonder what he's most taken aback by. The fact that she called him Jack or the fact that her hair's different. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's it's not like to, to, to fall into that stereotype. It's not just a little bit girl different yeah. to where a guy won't notice. Yeah. It's fucking different. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. It's fucking different. Although, I don't know. I'm not a guy. You guys can weigh in here. I feel like this is a big enough change <laughs> to where he should notice. But I have seen some guys not catch shit like, hey, remember how my hair was black and now it's blonde? Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's different. <laughs> so, yeah, I, get, I, I think he's like, how do the girls do that? Like, and then he wants off into some other thing about yeah. like what weird things girls do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Jack is just wondering if anyone wants to, you know, tell him um, what's mm-hmm. going on because also in walks Kowalski, yeah, which sets off another confusion level. Yeah. See, that's where I would be like, I'm dead. That's what's yeah. happened. According to Janet, this is Charles Kowalski. He's just not supposed to be alive here. Um, <laughs> and I'm just gonna call Samantha alternate Samantha and Sam to differentiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alternate reality person is Samantha. Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, Samantha figured out the mirror in her reality and they, look, they can't be followed. They brought the remote back with them, through with them and Kowalski said that in their reality, the ghoul have taken over the world. Well, that's a bummer. That's great. Sucks to be you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so in the briefing room, they're watching an interview with Sam. Oh, so, sorry. An interview with Samantha. Samantha. Um, and seeing what she knows, how much she knows about the Stargate, uh, the interview is trying to trip her up as one would do. And because I've been around this game long enough, I recognize the Peter DeLuise voice. Damn it. I didn't catch it at all. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, this is your cameo for the episode. Awesome. The interviewer is Peter DeLuise. Um, to be fair, that is the DeLuise voice that I've heard the most because I watched a lot of Sequest. Well, see, I would know TJ in a heartbeat. Yeah, this is true. I would know TJ in a heartbeat. Yes, you would. (laughs) Um, so also, you know, she's describing the, the big round thing that takes you other planets. Samantha throws out a for crying out loud, which causes an eyebrow raise from Jack and you pan to Sam and Sam is just watching this whole thing with a slack jaw. I love how fuck is going on here. appropriate little tip to their relationship yeah. is because I've noticed that that does happen in couples. Yeah. They'll start to pick up yep. each other's phrases whether you want to or not. <laughs> and I won't give any of mine away, but it does happen. Oh, I know what mine is that I picked up from. Oh, oh really? Mine is come again for Big Fudge. <laughs> That's the one I picked up. <laughs> yeah, well, I think um, uh, Boyfriend Jesse and I have a, have a like a, a disagreement over who said right on first. Oh, yeah. But right on is one of our favorites and I'm going to claim it as my own because I'm from California damn it you know this cuffs comes from watching a lot of How I Met Your Mother and basically our goal is our relationship goal is to be Lily and Marshall nice I, yeah, it's pretty appropriate. I feel like we're, we're you know, on the track. You're totally We're, we're there. fairly close to yeah. being Lily and Marshall. Take it. Um, so Hammond uh, has a remote control that not only controls the playback, but the lights as well, which okay. is convenient. Um, and so since, you know, the, the Samantha that Daniel met in his universe when he went on an extra universe uh-huh. adventure is dead. This has to be an alternate, alternate Ult- yeah. reality. This is our third reality of yes. all the realities. This is the darkest timeline. <laughs> the darkest timeline. <laughs> yes. 
Um, and back to, we go back to recording and Samantha covers the whole infinite universe theory again, which I believe I talked about in there, but for the grace of God, when we first met the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I found something else to go on this episode. Don't worry. I'm uh, really happy that I won't be quizzed on this stuff. Yeah, no. Okay, I don't. Good. I don't do pop. No quizzes, quizzes guys. Nope. <laughs> um, Jack just wants to know if there's an alternate version of him that actually understands all this. Yeah. And I'm thinking no. I think even in the darkest timeline, <laughs> that's never happening. No. It is so true to the essence of what he is. You know how like uh, uh, in 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 there's certain moments in time that don't change no yeah, matter what exactly. you do to the timelines that part of Jack will no. never change well that's like the, we've cle- yeah. we clearly see that some universes Sam joins the military and some she doesn't I'm pretty sure all universes Jack is covert ops <laughs> yeah Jack is always covert ops and does not give two fucks about nope. Maz yeah. nope. <laughs> nope. um so Hammond invites Samantha and Kowalski in to be debriefed in person. And as soon as Kowalski sees Teal'c, he has a bit of an issue mm. towards Teal'c. Um, he also gets well, snarky. He also gets snarky at Daniel because he's never met any version of Daniel until now. Yes. Um, oh gosh, I guess that's true because Daniel wouldn't be around. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Because Daniel didn't join the SGA in that universe, so mm-hmm. he's still off, you know, uncovering shit. Yeah, you know, and sleeping with human with ladies with yes. Earth ladies. Yes, trying to trying to sleep with ER ladies. Um, And Kowalski is shooting daggers through his eyes to Teal'c as they sit down, as well as shooting them out of his fingers towards Teal'c. Yeah, he's like not even pretending. And I love how Teal'c is just like, chill out, bro. Yeah, bro, you have no chill. You don't (laughs) understand what's going on here. Um, You're so dumb. And Sam and Samantha have a moment that I love. They start small. Uh-huh. commenting about each other's hair. Um, and Samantha mentions that she couldn't imagine going military. And Sam's like, well, I can't imagine not. And this is, I think, my one of my favorite moments of the episode. Because this is a moment that relies on you paying attention to previous episodes. Sure. Because if you haven't seen previous episodes, if you don't know Sam's backstory, this just comes across as bitchy snark from Samantha. Yeah. Um, until you remember what the family history is. With the brother, with the dad. Yeah. I. This clearly what happened in this alternate universe is that, you know, Sam sort of sided with Mark, her brother. Right. In sort of rebelling against... Um, against Jacob after their mom passed, that that she sees this, she you know saw that as the military was the fa- you know the military was the issue, like Jacob yeah. being in the military, and and that's what sort of you know caused the whole thing of why their mother died. Um, and so she would, yeah, if if she sees the same way as Mark does in in Sam's universe, she would find it completely unimaginable that she would join the military. That's true. and it's and it's interesting to try to figure out from a from a you know, just growth and and, and feelings point of view where um it'd be easy to say that our Sam, yeah, is matured and and moved past this. Yeah. Or it could be that she hasn't hit the resentment yet at yeah. all. It's like light years away well, from her. Well, she clearly has some resentment towards her father, but right. I think the difference is is that Sam sees the resentment she saw in her father as a person right, and not, and not the military. The military yeah. caused their approaches it, yeah. are just so different. So it's it's you know, it clearly Samantha's still 
still in the middle of it. Yes. She's in the thick of whatever these feelings are. And I think it's it's really cool. It's a great way to write her because it explains a lot of her rashness. Yeah. Her um her tendencies to 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 be emotional. Mm-hmm. Um to lash out is the wrong word, but to yeah. like, you know, her relationship with Jack may be a she little bit built on instability. She wears everything a lot on her sleeve. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the other part that I love about this is Sam is, our Sam is almost like oblivious to it. Well, and that's like, what I mean. I wonder if she hasn't hit her own resentments and issues yet because she's so closed off. Yeah. So it's like, well, I don't know who's that either one is better off. They're they're just in different yes. sorts of pain. Sam continues this conversation like not understanding why like she almost doesn't see the yeah. issue. She yeah. doesn't she doesn't see that Samantha you know, it's why? almost like she's just not there yet. Yeah. yeah. It's like she, and so she goes, and when, when she makes a comment of, of, you know, in, in this scene of, you know, there's the differences between the worlds, you know, part of it was me joining the military. And when Samantha's like, what, so you think I caused this not being in the military? And yeah. Sam is honestly like, no. And like, she doesn't realize what she yeah. said. She doesn't and, and realize yeah. that she offended her just because she was like, I'm just listing the differences. Well, yeah. And no, and I love that. And that's, it's, a, it's another sign. It's like, you know, Samantha is so ready to be offended to be upset or to be, yeah. she's, she lives in this pain that she's in. Yeah. Whereas our Sam that we know from our universe, um, she's, she's either not dealing with it or won't deal with it or hasn't started to deal with it. Well, or, Samantha also, um, you know, if you yeah. put aside the sort of family past of it, she, Samantha's also just watched her entire planet That's get true. taken over, watch all true. of her friends, including her husband, die in front yeah. of her, like, like worst yeah. possible timeline of it. Yes. And all of a sudden she gets thrown into this universe that like everything is. And she points us at like her inadequacies later. Like it's she, almost like her own doubts have just kind of fulfilled yeah, themselves in front of her. Exactly. Yeah. That's, so oh, what's well, gotta be. Tough. She has like a double whammy of stress and yeah. like, and just shit hitting fans. So when you get stressed, you're not always the most rational person on the face <laughs> yeah, yeah, of the yeah. earth. <laughs> yeah. Also, I like to think that Samantha and 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 Daniel, our Daniel and that Samantha, uh-huh. left alone long enough. <laughs> Those two are hooking up. Oh, that's happening. There, that's yeah. I'm imagining it. Yeah, that's that would happen. I'm taking that home with me. <laughs> um, but I like I, I love that we don't we don't we let in this we let, in this episode we let it be the stress of everything Samantha just went through and losing everyone yeah. and seeing this Sam who hasn't gone through it but I love the subtle thing that if you know the history there's like there's more a there. whole other onion layer behind that yeah man. so many layers we're ogres um, we are ogres. Uh, so Hammond covers the fact that, you know, they were, in this world, they were able to use the mirror to gain intelligence to help them stop the gold attack, uh, which Samantha points out is why this is one of the few worlds that the gold haven't taken over. So this is not a common thing. Like, we right. are, we are in the An minority. Exception. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sam thinks it's because of the differences here in this world that helped them. You know, Daniel being here, that's how they got the intelligence in this yeah. world was Daniel. Um, Teal'c joining up uh, and, and trading and trading sides. Her joining the military, which is what Samantha takes offense to. And Sam tries to make amends. And Jack tells the Sams to cool it. Yeah. All right, Sams. <laughs> All right, Sams. It's, you know, it's great to see that. It's, uh, you, you, Again, I, I keep coming at this from this emotional, like, almost therapy level yeah. type of things. Whereas our Jack has probably been through the ringer. He's gone through a bunch of stuff. I think he can see it. 
Yeah. She's like, look, I can see all the shit behind both of you. Yes. This isn't the time. Yeah. I, I appreciate where you're both coming from. Let's, like, fucking move on right now, and then we'll come back to this. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, Samantha and Kowalski, they want to stay. They couldn't make it to their own beta sites. They left their entire world, um... You know, she's like, and if you guys don't allow me to stay, well, then I don't know any of you. And Jack's like, yeah, that's kind of the point. You yeah, don't you know don't us. Know us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he's like, look, you could be our Sam's evil twin, but that would be a cliche. And we all know how I feel about cliches. Well, yeah. Sam knows how I feel about you remember that time that you don't know us? This is getting real awkward. I know. Let's just move forward. Exactly. <laughs> and Sam's like, okay, where he's at. anyways. Yeah. yeah. And Hamlet's going to talk with superiors. In the meantime, you guys can stay here and chill. Yeah. Done. So in, in the hallway, Sam tries to make amends with Samantha, who blows her off. Samantha's like, look, I'm the one dealing with inadequacy issues. Um, she can't even call. Here's what it is. She can't even call Sam Sam. She yeah. calls Sam Major. She's yeah. like, look, Major, I'm the one dealing with inadequacy issues. I knew the gold were coming for six months and I couldn't stop them. You did. Yeah. Yeah, she's clearly going through it. She's in pain. Yes. She's in a lot of pain right now. Yes. Uh, which is why, you know, when she heads into her quarters here, she yeah. takes Like, out- if you could manifest what she's feeling in a physical thing, she's missing an arm. Yeah. And it's just gushing. Yep. <laughs> she heads into the, the quarter she's going to stay in. She takes out a photo, puts it on the nightstand. It's a wedding photo of her and other Jack. Yeah. <laughs> and we notice that this is where you know she's been wearing a wedding ring the whole episode. Yes. You saw yeah. it when they first came through the gate or through the uh, mirror. They're so happy and adorable in that picture. Now, I wonder if that picture was taken at some sort of red carpet event. Oh, I think that was staged. Is it a staged Because picture? she's in a wedding dress. Oh, she is. Yeah, she's in a wedding dress. I couldn't, you know, I, I don't think I caught that. Yeah. yeah. Dang. You know what it would have been like to an actual real picture? Well, I mean, because I know it's supposed to be a wedding picture, so she's not usually, you know. It's, You're right. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, but they, um, this is like the first time that she has to like chill. Yeah. And like to be alone emotionally... Start to maybe yeah, like feel feelings. Let again. the pressure off of that pressure valve. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in Hammond's office, he gets off the red phone and tells Jack that they've gotten the okay to stay. Hammond thinks it was a little too quick, um, but you know, Jack's like, well, maybe the combined IQ of Earth will go up a couple notches with two Carters. Yeah, around. I love that line. I, you know, and, and I want to say this this Hammond thing where it's like, this was approved a little too quick. Yeah. I felt like they were leading us somewhere and they yeah. didn't go anywhere. No, it was that a nice red herring. Anywhere. It yeah, was a nice it red was herring. Like, Ooh, something's going to come back. Someone's taking over that. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. it's like, nope, just kidding. It's a big nothing. But Hammond does think that this is a line that shouldn't be crossed. I think yeah. the whole thing of bringing in duplicates of people. Yeah. And, you know, Hammond, Hammond's old school. Like, yeah. that's a little too out there for I think for him. Yeah, he's not comfortable. This is foreign to him. But it's he's been encouraged in quotation marks, mm-hmm. I'm sure, to mm-hmm. integrate them into the SGC. Fair. And Jack goes to tell both of them, but really just goes to tell Samantha. Yeah. Um he doesn't tell Kowalski anything. And then we have this episode this scene. Yeah. Oh this scene. Um so Samantha thinks it's just an airman bringing her food, uh, because Janet keeps telling her to eat something, but really uh-huh. it's Jack. Um She's clearly, like, she's clearly overjoyed, uh, but Samantha's been crying a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can see she's just not. Yeah, my notes say, Samantha, giant crybaby. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And she starts crying again because she she admits that she never thought it would be this hard. She, you know, she lost her Jack. She watched him die three days ago defending the mountain. She never thought that she would see him again. And here he is just standing here and with a Jack that doesn't know her at all. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, he tries to like, well, I sort of know you. And she's like, no, you know this, Sam. Yeah. And you don't even see her this way. Yeah. And this is when she kind of looks over and leads his eyes to see the wedding photo. Yeah. And because this has to be devastating on multiple levels. Oh, One, yeah. it's like, on this, first, all the stuff we've already mentioned. Her her, her world is gone. Her yeah. jack is gone. Her life is fucking everywhere. She's dealing with inadequacy um, with this other girl. And on top of it, there's not another timeline where her and the love of her life are together. Exactly. How fucked up is that? That might be like the biggest, the hardest thing to deal with. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, you get him back, but it's not. It's just. Yeah. And it's not even like meeting his twin or something. Nope. It's, it's him. It's like yeah. him. Yeah. And so the, that's got to just. It's just got to hurt. Horrible. Yeah. Um, he was like, Jack is like, it, it doesn't make him uncomfortable. He just. Gets confused yeah, easily, and I love that line. <laughs> the, and Airman actually brings in some food now, and she goes to sort of start to eat it, and she tells Jack this, you know, this is her first hot meal she's had in weeks, and she tells a story of her last hot meal was a couple weeks ago. They were celebrating their first wedding anniversary when they got the call that the Gould entered the solar system. They just immediately turned everything off, turned the oven off, blew candles out, and left. Mm-hmm. Everything is still probably sitting there on their table in their home. That'd be an interesting find. Yeah. Be like, whoa, that's uh, weird. Yeah. Creepy things. Well, um, but the thing is, on this, on that Earth, anything that wasn't, any city that wasn't destroyed, you probably have tons of that. Of just, like, that's true. left. Yeah. Oh, you gosh, know? yeah. We we see that even now in some areas, like... Like, like Chernobyl and like, all those other... Yeah, and actually, I just, um, I, I saw a, a photo essay, uh, probably about a month ago, of, um, from Japan, and it was areas <gasps> oh. of Japan that were left after the, the reactor issues, yeah. and it's literally just, like, homes left. Yeah. Just as and, they were. And this person got this special permission to go past these lines because it's still like this hard curtain that you can't go into these oh, cities. Wow. Um, they like, he like, yeah, so it's that sounds like perfectly creepy enough for yeah. me to really be interested in it, yeah, especially for some reason to me being in Japan because you they get some, they know how to make a horror film in Japan. No, just kidding. Saying, yeah, okay. that's true. I wonder why this hasn't been put together yet, or we yeah. just haven't seen it. Uh, who knows? I could watch that. <laughs> no, nope. I could definitely watch that. No, as a fan of non horror movies, I'm like not a fan of all of horror movies. I could watch that. Oh, I have seen, I'm not a fan of horror films, and I think. I think it's because I've a couple of ones I've seen have been choice ones out of Japan, and I don't need yeah. to be in the dark ever again in my life. I think uh, I think Korea does a lot of interesting ones too. Yeah, um, I think the only horror movies that I have seen that I've sat through have been that kind of stuff, and it's always at some sort of like midnight movie showing. Nope, nope. Where it's nope. like I'm not awake nope. and it's dark and this is the worst thing ever. I have to watch them during the daylight, or else <laughs> I will yeah. not make it through. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, lights on while, while I sleeping. Think, I think I think Nick purposely avoids him because he, if he ever has makes me watch a horror film, he has to deal with the consequences that's fair. of my overactive imagination. <laughs> so that's not very fair. The table. See, I just turned on some Gilmore Girls after. You know, yeah, a little palate cleanser. A little palate cleanser. <laughs> uh, that doesn't, that works for the instantaneous stuff, but does not. And anyways, Jack tries to make a graceful exit. Yeah. Um, 
Well, she, he's it. like, look, you need someone to talk to, and I'm not the right person nope. to help. You need, like, you honestly need, like, a professional yeah. help grief counselor. Yeah, I'm waiting for the words, you need professional help to just come out of Exactly. Yeah. Which is not a negative thing. It's just, no. like, he's not someone who's trained to, he's gonna not help that Somehow, way. yeah, somehow the things he says may just make things worse. Yeah, but Sam's like, you're the only one who can help me. And in my pants. In my pants. I'm sorry. <laughs> she was like, you don't have to say anything in my pants. Yeah, I know. Um, this is where I just wait for the like the porn music to start. But Jack pulls her into a hug and it's both really awkward and kind of really sweet at the yeah, same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Jack has a heart in there. Like, Jack yeah. understands this pain. Jack also may be wanting to hug Sam like that for a yeah, while. Yeah, he's like, he's gonna call her his Sam. Yeah. And, and I think now Listen, if the if this episode does anything, if this whole instance does anything for him, he's going to be like, maybe Sam is somebody I need to be looking at. Yeah. Maybe it's time to uh, get your shit together, Jack. Regulations. <sighs> Regulations are dumb. They both are like very military people here. Like yeah. they would not risk their military. For, you know, they wouldn't risk anything. <sighs> you know, Mulan did it. <laughs> yes. Worked out fine for her. <laughs> she got down to business <laughs> to defeat the Huns. The Huns. Um, Jack leaves Sam's room here and runs, Samantha's room and runs into Sam, who just told Kowalski, and she was going to go check on Samantha too, but Jack's like, you should just not. Yeah. You should, she needs Just a moment. Just leave her alone. And I feel like Sam's a little, our Sam is a little taken aback by this whole exchange. Um, I, I kind of looked at it as, I don't think she was necessarily taken aback by it. I think she was just like, she, she it was almost nonchalant. She was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Oh, okay. See, and I was like, I thought there was a little bit of bite to that. Like, oh, it was oh, one of those those. See, yeah. and I, I didn't hear a bite to it because, you know, when when Jack is like, you know, no one's asked you how you're doing with this twin thing. And she's like, do you have a couple hours? And yeah. Jack kind of pauses and thinks. She goes like, no, that was actually the answer. I was snarking you. Yeah, I snarked you I'm because I learned from the best. Going to say goodnight. Yeah. So I very much, like, I don't think... I think Sam is is like so focused on this overall picture, uh-huh. and I think she is processing this whole second Sam thing in her own way. That she's just like, oh, I no, think she's fine. just not processing it yet. She's like, I appreciate this, but I'm not ready to deal with it. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. But I think in that terms, yeah, she was like, I'm not going to talk. This is you're not the person I'm going to talk to. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. talk to Janet. Because yeah. you're not the person I open up to on you're this not level. My safe because space. you're my, you know, essentially you're my boss. I mean, yeah. you're my friend, but you're my commanding officer. Yeah. So I'm not going to open to you. I'll open up to Janet. Oh, the thought of opening up to my boss is really creeping me out right now. Like, no, thank you, no, thank you. There's nothing wrong with me ever. I'm going to go now. Can I go? Um, Please, can I leave Vegas' office? <laughs> Um, I actually did have a boss that I could open up to like Oh, that. I've had some. Yeah. I've had some. I just think our current one is, you um, know, it's a very militant dude. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he is actually. Um, but I think, I, like I said, I think Sam, to me, I didn't get snark out of this. To me, I felt oh, like okay. Sam was like, oh, no, that's fine. If she's me left alone, that's fine. I'm going to say goodnight. I may be going home with a glass of wine and calling Janet up. Yeah. But oh, I no, appreciate I'm good. your take. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the the vibe that I got. So much therapy happening with because these guys. I don't think in her. I don't think she ever would think of the fact that Samantha and Jack just like hugs and have a moment. 
Like, oh. I don't think that Sam goes there. Goes there. Yeah. I don't think her brain goes there. I think Samantha would have. And that's Samantha why. would have been like, yes. what are you guys doing there? Exactly. And that's why I think at the end of the episode, she's kind of slack-jawed and he sees them kissing. Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry. Wait, what the? What what's the, happening? Huh? Yeah. This feels weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but good in a way. Uh, <laughs> feels funny in my pants. <laughs> and as Samantha is brushing out her hair for a thousand times, like I feel yeah, like she's counting. Yeah, well, you counting. know, she's, uh, yeah. Uh, she's she, Marsha Brady. Uh, she has like a poltergeist moment and her face freaks out. This was pretty and fun. Has and has an issue. So I gotta tell you that the music that creeps in while this is happening yeah. did not make me think that we were gonna have see her have some sort of yeah. her. I'm like, she's a gold. She's a fucking ghoul. <laughs> this is where they're gonna tell us. She's a ghoul. She's been lying the whole time. This is not right. This is not right. Um, so that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, good. She's just dying. She's not. She's an just asshole. dying. That's good. She's not a ghoul. She's just dying. Yeah. I'm good with that. That's, that's better. So in the infirmary, Janet says she's in some sort of convulsive shock and doesn't know what it is. Um, and Sam and Samantha actually come together. They uh, grab hands and and they're like they discuss that it's not medical. It's entropic cascade failure on a cellular level from travel through the quantum mirrors samantha thought it would take years and not days and i went it's been days since they arrived it's been like a day yeah Yeah. exactly um and also i don't know a lot about the science behind this but Uh it's the idea that they're both in the same place right yes so wouldn't her be getting closer and basically like embracing or not i think i think when you're talking on that level like being in the same universe it's the whole concept of like the distance doesn't matter. Okay. You At know that what point I mean? she's fucked no matter what. Exactly. Okay. She's fucked no matter what. Got it. Um, <laughs> woo! Sorry. Kaylee clearly saw something back there. Um, and Kowalski doesn't, you know, Kowalski's not having these issues because there's no second Kowalski wah, wah, right. um, anymore. Uh, and so having both Sam and Samantha here is causing, like, this temporal distortion. Okay. And as more time passes, the worse it's going to get, and there's no way they can stop it. No. Samantha's just going to die here unless she goes back. And if she goes back, she'll die from the ghoul. So basically her choices are, where do you want to die? Exactly. <laughs> uh, cake or death? Yeah. <laughs> uh, cake, please. Well, we're all out of cake. We didn't expect such a rush. <laughs> So my choice is all death. Sorry, I really love Eddie Izzard, guys. <laughs> that is all Eddie Izzard. Um, if you you have... should, incidentally, you should watch the latest Big Fat Quiz show. Oh, really? Because he's on it. I was just going to say, if you haven't seen Dress to Kill by Eddie Izzard, do yourself a favor and go see some comedic genius right there. Done and done. So, science according to I was Stargate. Good at the time. Entropic cascade failure. Oh, my. Okay. So we break this down. Failure. Word we know. That yes. doesn't need explanation. Fair. Cascade, we kind of know that. It's the passing on of, you know, the the something are falling, pouring out quickly, the passing out of knowledge. Okay. It's sort of this rush, you know, cascading waterfalls type thing. Sure. Entropic. That's a fun word. Entropy is, I think, one of the hardest concepts that I've had to try to explain on this. Um, it's a measure of disorder. Okay. So I was actually, in looking this up, entropy is one of those concepts that I know, I've learned, but it's not one that I could just sit here and explain to someone else, which is, again, the... So clearly I don't know it, because I, to me, I've always been... Yeah, if you can't teach it, you don't know it. If you can't teach it, you don't know it. So I try to explain this, and I actually found this really great video, um... 
that is from a channel on YouTube called The Good Stuff, and it's hosted by Craig um, Benzine. And I'm actually going to post this because this video was fantastic. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to actually, uh, you know, lovingly borrow yeah. some of the concepts he had in this video. This is completely done by Craig Benzine on on The Good Stuff. I'm going to post this. This is, this is not stuff I've come up with. Um, but... And he has a ton of videos. Like, I'm going to go and watch a whole bunch more uh-huh. because he has ones that cover, like, science, history, beer, like... So basically all the fun things. It's all the fun things. Like, nice. this guy seriously is awesome and covers a lot of things I'm interested in. And I like beer. I seriously... I want, to be, I want to be his friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... One of the explanations, there's sort of two ways that he uses that I think really were helpful. Okay. So you, you go to play pool. Okay. You set up your your pool balls in your starting triangle, and that right there, the pool balls are organized. It has low entropy. Okay. Everything is nice, organized, and arranged. Okay. So as you start playing the game and the balls scatter around the table, the entropy increases. Okay. Because it's a measure of disorder. Oh. In theory, you could hit a perfect shot and they would all combine together again. But the universe, like, doesn't want that to happen. So the more entropy there is, the more it can create? The, well, the it's not Might more than create. The, the entropy is the disorder. It's a measurement okay. of the disorder. Got it. So got the it, more disorder it. these pool bars are, these pool balls are, the higher the entropy of the system. Um, but, like, the universe doesn't want, like, the entropy to decrease. We'll oh. most likely never see someone hit a perfect shot where the balls all come in a line together in a perfect triangle again. The second law of thermodynamics talks about how entropy will increase over time in a closed system. It can't decrease. Got it. Got it. Um, the chaos will continue to grow over that pool game. Oh. So... So it's this idea that it, so entropy is just a measure. Yes. It's just the measurement. It's just the measurement. It's not what it is itself. Exactly. Okay. So I got it. Took if you me a take, minute to get there. If you take a hot cup of coffee, it has more entropy in it than a cold cup of coffee because the water in that in that cup is the the molecules all jostling around really got fast. Got it. Got it. Um, and it's it has a lot of disorder to it. Um, so, but over time, the entropy decreases as that cup cools. Okay. But this isn't a closed system. Remember, the second law of thermodynamics was saying that it can't decrease in a closed system. Okay. A cup of coffee isn't a closed system. Okay. The heat from it leaves the coffee cup and goes into the air. That's what keeps it from being a closed system. And that's what keeps it close. So, it really, all they're doing is it's, it is increasing the entropy of the air around it. Okay. Because those heat so molecules are So, it's actually still jostling. increasing. It's, it's still just increasing. not within this. Con- exactly. Because it's not contained. So, the universe... Somehow, I was hoping this would have helped me with one of my cleric spells <laughs> in D&D. It still doesn't seem to, but I really enjoy this. <laughs> so, the universe wants to move towards disorder. Okay. A disordered state will always take precedence over ordered states. Nice. Therefore, cleaning your house is just a lost cause. Done. Cleaning your house is going against the laws of nature. (laughs) (laughs) Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. (laughs) Oh, so I'm going to post this YouTube clip. It was really helpful. 
Um, and so I actually really like this term for what <laughs> Samantha's going through because yeah. Samantha is quickly falling into a disastrous state of cellular yeah, disorder. Yeah, physically and emotionally. Yeah. Entropic. Cascade okay. failure. I am going to save that. That's also a new band name. Oh, yeah. It's a good band name. Cascade. I'm, I think I'm just going to go with Entropic Cascade and our first single is failure. Oh, that works. Yeah. That works. So back in the briefing room, the only way to stop Samantha from dying is to stop the Gould. Mm -hmm. Um, And the entire resources of Samantha's world weren't enough. But what about joining forces of the world? (laughs) Um, The one thing, one of the main things that we have that they don't have is contact with the Asgard. Mm. So they plan on throwing a Hail Mary to them. We still have the dialing program that they can download into a newfound technology called a removable hard drive. (laughs) Uh, But the catch in the plan is the generator that Jack made while possessed by the Asgard knowledge was only designed to work once and Sam's never been able to get it to work again. Oh, sad times. So if they can get it to work, it's still going to be hard to get Samantha to the gate and the generator plugged in without getting dead, getting died in the process. Stop dying. Uh, And that's when Kowalski walks in because he was hovering in the background. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Teal'c volunteers as well, but Kowalski is hesitant. um, And Daniel points out that, you know, since Teal'c, other Teal'c led the assault on the mountain in Kowalski's reality, bringing Teal'c along could actually be a major advantage. Yeah, that's true. compliments him on his military thoughts (laughs) on that one. For the once ever. Uh, And Teal'c, but, you know, Teal'c would just undergo the same entropic cascade failure that would happen if Samantha, if Sam went with Samantha. Right, right, But, you know, Teal'c's like, look, Samantha didn't start freaking out after 48 hours. And if we're still there after 48 hours, we're probably dead. So not really an issue. I love that because I took it to be like, hey, it's me or him within 48 hours. Yeah, exactly. The end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And Hammond's okay with this if Jack is confident they can pull it off. Um, But when they get back, the quantum mirror is going to get destroyed. Yeah. I ain't dealing with this shit no more. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with you children. Finish this toy, whatever you're playing now, but then I'm done. Yep. Yeah. So uh, in Sam's lab, they have the Asgard generating table, and Jack is is watching what might be his worst nightmare in terms of techno babble. Uh, <laughs> Sam's just going at it. Yeah, I love this. Part. I just want to see like Jack's eyes roll up. I love. This is the part where they start like kind of talking in unison. And yeah, just really. Yeah. At some point, I was like, "And now make out!" I was so excited. <laughs> that's what Teal's, That's what Jack's internal monologue is yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think uh, Jack's internal monologue just tuned out what they were actually doing. It was like. Like, I think they're making out in my head now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but he is there to point out that they aren't little green men. They're actually Roswell Gray. Mm, mm. And if I can translate some of this technobabble, what they're talking about <laughs> is the little green battery okay. that's inside the staff weapon. Yes. It is liquid Nakoda. Okay. Um, and the generator itself creates a field around that battery and controls the power flow. Okay. Um, and that's what they're having problems and they can't control. The, the it's shield. Like, it's like shorts out because they can't get the the, the shield around it that Got controls it. the power to be balanced. Got it. Um, either way, they agree that they're going to figure it out together. They say that. Mm-hmm. As Samantha has another entropic tremor. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Nixie is our third Samantha. <laughs> I've decided that because I understood maybe like 2% of what you said. I'm all for it, though. I tried <laughs> to even break it down. No, it was good. It was good. 
and it was really good. But I was like, shit, I would have never gotten that any other way. <laughs> Are you just in your head seeing Sam and me make out? Yeah, totally. That happens? That's happening now. <laughs> so Kowalski is showing Daniel how the the mirror remote works. You have to. It's not like a <laughs> dial. You can't dial it like a Stargate. It's almost. I sort of thought of it as like the rollerball on the old school arcade game. Oh yeah, where it's like, like not perfect. Yeah, yeah, you can't and you can't just bookmark worlds like in yeah, Google. You just kind of like roll around until you find yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You know what it's like? It's like an old radio station. Who designed this book? Like, who designed this shit? <laughs> when you turn the car back on, the radio station's still at the radio station That's to turn fair. the car off That's at. very fair. This yeah. just is close well, no, to I the world like you were like last on. old radios where it's like if you were further from the DNT, it's like, yeah. oh shit, it's not coming in quite clear anymore. But you still, when you turned it back on, was at the same point. It's at the same it point. It didn't move. Dial. That's fair. That's right. <laughs> Which it, is what this it does. It just kind of drifts. Worst <laughs> design ever. Good job, guys. And by good job, we mean not. No. Not so Jack walks in and checks how Daniel is doing. And soon after that, the the Sams walk in and they did it super quickly. And they figured out how to turn it on because it's two Sams in the same place. Yeah. Two Sams. Instantaneous knowledge. All the Sams. <laughs> um, so they guess they better go do this then. It's just like the episode of uh, Rick and Morty. Um, yeah, that's right. I went there. It's the Tiny Rick episode. Um uh, Big Trouble in Little Sanchez. Is that what it is? Yeah, it is. Um, but it's the B storyline. It's the B storyline, and it's uh, the mom and dad go to this off-planet therapist, and uh-huh. they have to create each other's version of themselves. And so, like, their mind creates these real things, this being that is like, this is what I see of you. And then one of them takes control and just makes multiple copies of herself. <laughs> That's all. Okay. I'm done now. <laughs> Tiny Rick. Tiny Rick. And later in the same room, everyone is geared up, as well as Teal'c in his first prime gear. Uh, and you can tell it's covered up style because everyone's dressed in black gear, except for Samantha. Yeah. She's dressed in, like, light civilian clothes. Well, she's like, black's not my color. You yeah. can at least give her black to wear. Yeah, if she's some fucking black jeans. Never hurt anybody. Borrow Jesus. one of Daniel's turtlenecks. She'd look great. She'd look like a fucking beat poet. Let's do this. Oh, man. And uh, so, and you can't tell me that everyone who works at the SGA or SGC even if they're civilian, has some basic gun proficiency or, yeah. like, can use a zap gun. Yeah. Like, Look at what comes through the gate on a regular basis. Also, I think, yeah, she would she would just have to. Also, yeah. she's married to Jack. That's true. Like, Jack's going to teach his wife how to handle a gun. And he's like, whether you want to or not, I just need you to know how. Exactly. Yeah, I just need you to know how. Considering, I'm assuming other Jack has the same history as this, this Jack. Jack. Yeah. He's going to want there. the people around him to know how to handle a that's gun. That's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Sam and Samantha say their goodbyes. They've made their peace, and their hair has grown on each other. Yeah, hairstyles. And have this grown is on my other. second chance of. And now make out. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, put the, Jack puts his baseball cap on, so therefore it's go time. Yeah. Oh, it's, shit's hitting the fan now, guys. Yeah, and they touch the mirror and they head through. So on the other side, everyone takes shelter as some Jaffa walk down the hallway. Jack motions to Daniel to turn the gate, the 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 mirror off, which. He tries to mim that that's a horrible idea. Yeah. But he does anyway because Jack's like, turn the fucking thing off. Yeah. And you're like, but that's not, it's like bad, like baseball signals. I know. It's like terrible baseball signals at each other. And they're like both just going like, I'm not going to bond. You there's can't only make me. two gold coming on the hallway. They can take two fucking gold to yeah. keep the gate, take to out. keep the mirror on. Take them out. 
Um, but Jack and Kowalski sneak off and start their mission. They carefully head through the base till they get to the gate room. Um, Jack tries takes this little periscope that we love so very much oh, yeah. to see what's going on. All the Jafar are there, along with the other Teal'c leading them and welcoming other Apophis through the gates. Both have a soul patch and a goatee, respectively. And I'm considering the Evil's Twin reference earlier. This has to be a reference to the Star Trek New Universe parallel Evil Spock reference. Wait, does Evil Spock have a goatee? He, yes. Okay, because I did not know this, yes. but I'm a big Futurama fan. Yeah. And Evil Bender, I believe, has a goatee. That's a reference to it because <laughs> yeah. also in Community, Evil Abed has it. And it's because it goes back to the How mere universe sad am I that Star I thought Trek. it was a Futurama thing? <laughs> this is pretty- I Futurama. I admit my ignorance. Pre Futurama. People go tease in their inceptions. Exactly. So, like, this has to be a Star Trek reference. Done. It just has to be. <laughs> um, so, Kowalski and Jack head back uh, and they, like, go back a little bit. They watch all the Chafa leave the gate room. Teal's bringing up the back um, and they throw something just to make it a noise to get Teal's attention. They run. Teal runs. Lead him back to the room with the mirror where our Teal meets him face to face. Have yeah. their 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 staff weapons pointed at each other. That's great he, times. Teal basically goes, join or die. Talk he about wanting join. two people to make out. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't join, so Teal just die. shoots him in the chest and kills him. Yeah. Wow. He's like, no questions asked here. No time for this. Um, and Jack's like, the idea was to zat him, but Teal's like, look, our reality is the only one of consequence. Mm-hmm. He didn't join. He dies. That's fair. And you're like, yikes. He's not, t- he's got no time for fucking around. Oh, he has no fucks to give. Yeah, he's, well, and he's not taking any chances anymore. Oh, no. He's tried things diplomatically in yeah. other situations, Artyokas, and they don't work out well. Yeah. So now he's like, fuck all of y'all. Yep. This is no, you're not doing things my way. Okay, you had one chance. Yeah. We're done. It's like to the point of like, if it's an other Jack <laughs> and like other Jack doesn't do what he has to do, like I'm pretty sure Teal would just take right, out other Jack off. as well. Yeah, you fuck off too. Yeah. Everybody. All the fucks. Oh, man. None to give. So, um, as some other Jaffa try to investigate the noise going on in this room, Teal just walks out, pushing Samantha in front of him, and, and heads off pl- imitating other Teal. Yeah. So, Jack finally asks Daniel what Cree means. <laughs> uh, for some reason, hasn't asked that in the years You would previous. think a man so interested in he, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's a flexible word. It's, you know, attention, listen up, concentrate, you-hoo. Yeah, it's like aloha, guys. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Daniel turns the mirror back on, and it's not connecting to the right world. This is his job on the mission to find home again. Yeah. As Jack and Kowalski head out. Um, and they sneak through the base with Steadicam, uh, and, and, uh, he sets, Kowalski sets some charges to blow a door so they can get to these, like, this, uh, this ladder to go up. I don't know, only one of them, I'm sure, blows, because he just sets two pieces of, of clay, but he only connects a charge to one of them? Well, because reasons. And there's no <laughs> cord leading to the other one? Yeah, that's true. Only one of them blows. The other one is just wasted. The other one's just for show. It's the other just, one's just wasted, for show, yeah. Guys, yeah. Um, so meanwhile, Apophis is torturing Hammond for information on the beta site, and clearly he's been torturing Hammond for a while. Yeah. Hammond looks rough. Yeah. I've never seen our Hammond look so bad. No. Um, and these are called pain sticks. More accurately, they're called rods of anguish. Oh. Yeah. But they're, they're pain sticks. That's literally all there are is torture Oh, devices. my God. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And I mean, and it sends basically a giant electrical charge to your body because you can see it coming out of his mouth and oh. his eyes. Like, I think if my name was Rod, I would go with Rod of Anguish. That would be <laughs> my name. stage name. <laughs> um, so Teal'c comes in with Samantha. He said that he caught her trying to escape. Um, Apophis tells Teal'c to get the address from the beta site with all the Earth's leaders. Either get out of him, get out of her. I don't give a shit. Just, just give it to me. Just get me names, yeah. Um, and Teal'c tells the other Jaffa that he will take care of this and you guys should go tend to Apophis. Mm-hmm. So Hammond tells Teal'c that he might as well kill him, but Teal'c's like, I would never do that to you, General Hammond. <laughs> and Hammond's this has like... This be super confusing. Hammond's like, I'm sorry, what? Come again for Big Fudge? Come again for Big Fudge? <laughs> um, and Samantha's like, yeah, that Mirror Universe thing worked. I'm not gonna say I told you so, but told you so. But it did. Um, bad news on the monitors, though. There's a pyramid ship landing on the mountain. That's not good signs. No. Jack and Kowalski uh, drop to another level. They continue on after pulling their zats out. And I was like, why are you pulling your zat guns out now? Because, you know, they want to be ready. I don't know. Like, you have very large weapons in your hands currently and but you've already established so fun to use and you've already established it you give no fucks about killing people i yeah. mean this is kowalski's world but like yeah he's not gonna be running at anyone who's gonna want to keep alive that's true so jack and kowalski get into the power room oh we missed sorry daniel's still dining around getting annoyed yeah let's cut back to daniel yep same yep. place same let's place go. Jack and Kowalski get into the power room. They start hooking up uh, the generator while Kowalski starts asking if, if him and Sam have ever had a thing on his world. And Jack points out that Sam is a major in his world. Uh, yeah, bummer with those regulations and all. But you look so good together. Yeah, Kowalski's a great wingman. Yeah. He's a great wingman. And then Jack's like, uh, in your world, in your special ops training, did they ever cover silence? I wonder I wonder if that might be part of it, too. The fact that we lost Kowalski, Kowalski so early in to the SG team being what it is. Mm. I wonder if he may have had some influence in them. He, to he may have had some influence in this world, but I still think that nothing would have... Even with Kowalski, I still think they've been when, like, we are working together on the same team. You are my spirit officer and we're in the military. Like, I, I don't know. Both I like of those two idea. are smart enough that I think that... I, I like the idea that Kowalski could have egged them on enough to be like, look, one drunk night never hurt anybody. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my <laughs> So Daniel is getting closer. Kowalski's basically me. I'm channeling me. <laughs> yeah. He goes, now make out. Now make out. <laughs> um, so Daniel's getting closer. He seems Sam in this world. But as she walks up to me and tries talking, he notices that she's still a captain here. Right. And then chases his channel. Sorry, not our Sam. He catches on to the little details. Thank and goodness he does that. Because yeah. I did it. <laughs> we would have been fucked if I were the one. Yeah. In the control room, Sam plugs in the, or Teal plugs in the external drive with a new address. Uh, Jack ends up plugging in the generator. The dialing starts. Hammond readies his weapon, and Teal tells Samantha to get ready to head through the gate. She kisses Teal on the cheek before she goes. The koosh happens. Teal nods to Hammond, going, what the fuck? You have to play a part here. And Hammond's yeah. like, fuck, fine, and puts down the weapon and puts his hands in his head to keep, you know, yeah, playing yeah, yeah. the role. Um Jafan turns to the gate room to start stop Samantha, but Teal yells at him to get his attention to distract him while Samantha runs and dives through the gates. <laughs> and from behind Teal, Apophis wants to know why Teal would betray him. Because reasons. So Jack and Kowalski are heading back to the room with the mirror, and as they walk in, they find Daniel on his knees with a bunch of Jafar around him with a Zach gun to his head. So they lower their weapons, and the Jafar also found the dead other Teal. 
So they're all brought before Apophis, placed on their knees, and he wants to know who this Jack is because he just... Apophis just watched Teal kill him. Mm-hmm. and But Jack's feeling much better now. Thanks. Yeah, I've been uh, unkilled. And it. they as as they snark and and Apophis gets tired of their snark and has a Jaffa point a zat to Hammond's head. Um, Apophis will ask once more how Jack would rise from the dead without a sarcophagus. And after some silence, Hammond gets hit by a zat gun and falls to the ground. Yikes. And Jack's like, well, since two shots probably kills him this world too. He's like, hey, Daniel, why don't you explain? Yeah. And then Daniel tries to explain the concept of infinite universes. <laughs> to Apophis. Which to Apophis. And great. with that, Apophis fucking idea. just has Hammond shot dead for a second. Yeah. <laughs> with the second dead. shot. Yeah. Uh, which sends Kowalski into rage mode, but who calms down after Jack orders him, because even if he's not his Jack, he is still a commanding officer Jack. That's fair. Um, and they tell... Well, and he's got to think of the idea that he may still end up on this other planet. Yeah. So, this is still kind of his boss. So, they tell, um, they're like, look, we're from an alternate reality, and you're dead in our reality, and then they zat Daniel. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, they're like, stop telling them all the people that are dead. Can you not? Because then all of us will be dead. Uh, so, and everyone starts yelling, and then Jaffa runs in and points to a ship moving in on radar through the solar system. And Daniel recovers from being knocked out by a Zakon faster than anyone's ever recovered in this show so <laughs> well, far. For no reasons. Um, and they, they help him up. And Apophis is getting ready to hit them with a ribbon device because he's so pissed off at these guys. Mm-hmm. And then it disappears. Yeah. Jack's thinking Asgard. Right. Uh, and the, the gate activates and a ton of Jaffa just pour, like run back through the gate running yeah. away. They're like, Let's Some of them the are dropping out. their weapons. Yeah. One of them even has his weapon cut in half because he's running through the gate as it's shutting down. So it cuts his weapon I in guess, half. I guess, yeah, better the weapon than him. Yeah. Is what he's thinking. Um, and the pyramid ship above him starts, above the mountain starts to take off. The whole place is shaking. Hammond's body disappears as well. Um, and then suddenly Samantha appears. She was successful. She met the Asgard. Jack's like, you gotta love those guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, then Hammond arrives in, also alive, somehow. We're not gonna ask questions. It's the no. Asgard. Yeah, it's um, done. Who doesn't want to see Hammond alive at the end of the story anyway? Yeah, that's Because it's Hammond. And Samantha goes over and gives him a hug, puts a kiss on his cheek. Okay, Hammond this is has a smile enough on his with face. the kissing. She's yeah. kissing everybody. She At this point, if I were Daniel, I would be pissed. Yeah. I'd be like, you kiss Teal'c, <laughs> you kiss Jack. I'm pretty sure you kiss Sam, whether you tell me you did or not. I've imagined that you have. I get no kisses. Where's my kisses? Where's mine? <laughs> um, and everything worked out. Planet is saved. So back at the mirror, Kowalski tells Jack that it's been a pleasure to serve with him again. Likewise from Jack. And Kowalski salutes Jack and then turns and salutes Teal'c as well. Aww. Uh, and it's Samantha's turn. It's hard to say goodbye for a second time. Jack points out that it's actually the first time. Uh, Samantha's Jack, like, had the same face, the same voice, the same hands. <laughs> um, to which Jack is like... Yeah, why would you marry such a loser? By the way, <laughs> this part is actually really sweet. I know. It's not what you expect from, I know. from Jack at all. Um, and so she kind of, you know, she Samantha turns and thanks Teal'c and Daniel, and, and Jack gives them a nod. That nod. It's like just go. <laughs> yeah. Can we have a second. Um, here's the thing, like. Samantha and Jack in reality, I feel like have the courtesy to step like two steps to the side yeah, so that anything. it's slightly out of the view of the mirror. Uh, and Sam just looks on awkwardly as they lean in and kiss each other. And it's yeah. not just a peck on the cheek. Right. Like, this is a snog. 
Like, <laughs> yeah. And I love, Sam's like, huh? What's happening? Why? This isn't right. What? Um, and Hammond's also watching as well from the back, uh-huh. which is awkward. <laughs> it's like, let's just all watch them make out. But maybe yeah. that was Jack's reason, like, to do it in front of everybody. Like, here, you get your kiss, but, like, there's there's chaperones. <laughs> yeah, there's chaperones. So Your hands see where they go. Yeah. Um, but Samantha, from the kiss, Samantha realizes it's, a, it's really not her Jack. Uh, and I feel like Jack's been going, this is what I've been trying to tell you yeah. for the entire goddamn episode. Can you not already? It's more, it wasn't even like a kiss because of a kiss. It was yeah. more just like, here, to remove all doubt yeah. that I am not the guy you want. Yes. Here, I am not the guy you want. And then some sad music plays as Jack heads through the mirror and it turns off and Sam turns towards the camera with tears running down her cheek. Of course. So the next episode... Is called Dead Man Switch. Ooh, I'm interested. It feels piratey, although it's probably not. <laughs> anyway, we'll leave it there. This is just me running. Um, <laughs> so I absolutely, absolutely love our two Sams. Yes. And the reason I love our two Sams is because, again, this is just to show how good of an actress a man yeah. tapping is. Yeah. I, I kind of hate Samantha. I know. <laughs> They're the same person, but I'm like, I fucking don't like you at all. And, like, oh, I don't think I have to go. I think I've, pr- like, proudly and loudly profused my undivine love for Amanda yeah. Tapping. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love Amanda Tapping. Yeah. So that automatically just makes it happy in my world. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just the weirdest thing. And it's just, yeah, I just... Yeah, I just really don't like this Samantha. Yeah, it's, I don't care for her, but in but a great it's way. It's so it's it's so beautiful, and and she gets all mad props because it really is this that our two Sams really are the same character, but they have this because they have a different past. She's able to play them the same character, but different, like the same but different. That sounds cliche. No, but, but it's this idea that it was very smartly written where they, yeah. they took into account all the emotional needs that each yeah. of those characters have, yep. which are very different Yes, because of the past that they took, the type of gross they have, the type of resentments they carry or don't carry, whatever you want to call it. But they're so different because of these things. And it's also, I feel like a lot of times when this is, I mean, this is a, a trope in science fiction that's been had a lot where you have the two, you know, two characters that are the same character in the same and a lot of times, um, I feel like from from someone who may not be able to pull this off, you would get the character we know is like pulled back, right? It, like they they change the character that we know in order to make there be a stark difference between these two. Okay. But Sam was Sam, yeah. Like our like Sam was Sam. We di- uh, we didn't see her as much as we saw Samantha, mm-hmm. but like. Sam's character was not changed for this episode. I don't know. No, and she no, and she wouldn't be. No, exactly. It's, it's appropriate. It's and that's what I'm saying. Like a, yeah. a, a, an an actress who wouldn't be able to pull this off with this, this much dexterity would have. Yeah. Would would the are the one that we know would be pulled back? It would be like that character be slightly altered as well to yeah, make the to difference. Make the difference yes. wider. Yeah. yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Um, no, absolutely beautiful. She gets the tarot award for today. Oh yeah, Amanda Tapping gets the tarot award. Amanda Tapping tarot award winner for amazing twin acting. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll call it the Haley Mills. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this was good stuff. Um, I don't think it's a surprise. This goes to my number one spot. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I just, I really like it. I like all the, 
the slightly soapy things about it, mm-hmm. the slightly soap opera things. I love the title point of view because that's really what this is about. It's all these perspectives. Yeah. This perspectives of these of the same woman in different situations or even of I just love it. I just really, really dig it. Um, and I'm running out of words to use here. Um, but yeah, it's they have different perspectives. These it just goes to show how tiny differences can adjust. I Kaylee know Kaylee. Is, it is her I favorite episode it. as well. I feel it, Kaylee. Um, to wrap this up because Kaylee's getting getting anxious, but this actually, I'm doing a slightly different, I'm actually cutting into the fire out of my number Ooh, two spot uh-huh. and just moving fair game down and this goes on top of my list as well. Right on. Um, Dig it. But we do have a couple counts that go up. Oh. Our For Crying Out Louds get up to 25 because while well, it wasn't Jack, it was still a For Crying Out Loud. That's right. And our Peter DeLuise cameos get to go up to two. Done. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening still. Um, and uh, I can't believe you guys have made it this far. I know. We made it to 50 episodes. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff to listen to. Thanks again so much. Uh, if you want to find us, you can always tweet us at Tara Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. You can also email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, uh, like and review us on iTunes. It's always a very happy thing when people do that. We love you guys. We'll see you guys very soon. Bye. Bye. Oh, one last thing. I forgot to mention. Oh. On our counts, does this count as a teal death? Oh, gosh. Let's count it. Teal death. It's done. Teal death goes up to two. Two teal deaths. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.